2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: one
1: Ten, Ten, nine, nine, eight, eight, seven, seven, six, six five, five, four, four three, three, two, two one. one. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the morning pre-show. Mix ninety four point one. Good
3: morning, and welcome to the pre-show. Thank you guys for joining us on this Tuesday. August 30th, almost to September. And thank you guys for... Checking in as usual. We love them. You can do it a couple of ways. You can always tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. We have Mike checking in this morning. Martin Dawn is listening. So is uh, Andrea Uh, Delaney is checking in this morning for the first time. So thank you for that. You can also call or text us at 702-364-9400. We have Lance checking in. Rudy, Raul, Brian S., Jan, Sandel, Scott J., Uh, Brandon is listening listening this morning the texas moore family uh we have uh jank oh gosh i'm gonna butcher this name
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you could gonna it just with confidence hey janky janky's
3: awesome we're a fan of janky uh Jer gerani 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 Drainy. That's really pretty. I do, I'm so sorry. I hope I did not. Butcher it. Please send phonetics <laughs> pronunciation so I can say that correctly if you uh, check in again. So thank you guys for that. How are you doing this morning?
4: I'm good. We love hearing first time check ins as well. And there's a ton of people out there that just can't can't check in as well. So thank you, everyone that's listening right now. It's early in the morning. Is this the longest that you and Sophie have gone without being together, I was thinking about that this morning. is that the, is it, have you gone longer than what's been almost a week now? yeah,
3: no. she did um traveling she was in a a, a club called DECA and they would do tri- they would do trips like she was she was in washington d c for a week she was in Orlando, Florida for a week so we've definitely been apart before and then um when she was smaller, like Matt and I went to New York once and we left her with my parents so we've definitely been apart but I mean, she had a busy day yesterday, but she kept checking in via text. And I, at one point I said, I love your check ins. Don't get me wrong, but go have fun. Don't worry about us. Mm-hmm. We're OK. I think she feels like she has to. Um, and so last night I just texted her good night. And it was probably it was a little bit after 10 o'clock. I was like, good night. Um, I hope you had a great day. Uh, and she's like oh my gosh can I call you really quick I, I, I'm so sorry I'm like no it's fine I, I'm just going to go to bed she's like no it's fine so she uh, FaceTimed us it was dark on our side <laughs> like it, the lights were off she's like I can't see anything I'm like because we're going to bed <laughs> and she but she was uh she had a really good day yesterday a lot of uh Orientation kind of things, meetings, uh, going to you know little uh, seminars and stuff like that to get her bearings. But yeah, we have been separated before. Now ask me in another week, that'll be the longest. Yeah, you once know. you once
4: you there will be that moment because I, I think a time like that. So like next year, Laura and uh, Laura will have known me longer than she hasn't known me. You and I know each other longer than we haven't known each other. And I remember the point when I officially became living in las vegas longer than i lived in my hometown of pennsylvania oh wow there comes a point where you know i I moved at one point i was 20 when i moved from pennsylvania so at some point there comes a time when i've been gone away from home longer than i've been home so i I always think of those weird things those time things
3: no no i totally get it yeah i was uh, i was definitely just kind of thinking yesterday like wow you know she's i i'm totally spying on her on the life 360 app i'm like wow she's having dinner right now <laughs> wow she she must have gone to this building for something i wonder what she's doing there i'm like I, I was telling Matt, i'm like i am so glad my parents did not have the ability to track me when i was in school oh i my, am you so imagine? glad my mom would have randomly showed up at like parties and stuff i'm so glad they did not have that technology i would
4: get a message from my parents i thought you had class today i do well why are you at tom and jerry's and Instead of uh, across the street at UNLV, ah, uh, we're having a study session at the bar across the street. Oh, We're having yeah. lunch.
3: I, that would have, I would have been in so much trouble, but I also probably could have avoided some issues if, if that were the case.
4: That's true. Probably, yeah, we'd probably been been yeah, steered us in the right direction a couple of things. Yeah. So this would have been when the O.J. Simpson verdict came out. we guess there was, what, 90- 5 was it when the verdict came out? Yeah, I, I've told this story before. I, I took a couple pledges and we drove out there because we wanted to be outside the courthouse when they announced this huge verdict. And I was open. like told my parents, I'm going out tomorrow morning but the two pledges, you know, they were new to school, they were nervous, and, and they didn't tell their parents. So that night we get back and my one buddy Jason's parents call them and they're like, hey, how was class? They lived in San Francisco. They're like, how was class today? they go, like, oh, it, it was great. Oh, yeah, just study hard. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, how come we saw you in the background on CNN at the OJ verdict? And I'm like,
0: oh.
4: Because
3: it was- was um, it was a, an assignment from my professor that we witnessed a historical
4: event? Oh my gosh, so smart! <laughs> Criminal justice class, mom and dad. It was a field trip. Yeah. What are you talking about? That wasn't me.
3: Oh, I know. It's uh, I'm just uh, with. Technology, the social media, all that—we really dodged a major, major bullet on that stuff.
4: Did Sophie know that you had one of those thingies in her backpack when she was camping?
3: Yeah, she she, uh, she goes how when she got there, um, and she we were right there. She's like, "How did you guys know I'd be here?" And, and she goes, "Wait." did you track my air tag? <laughs> and I
4: was like, yep. And she's like,
3: nice. She, she actually doesn't mind it. She's like, that's awesome. She's like, I'm glad someone knows where I am at all times. And so, you know, it was kind of funny. She's a different breed than I was. I would have been like, how come, how come you're spying on me? <laughs> Stop doing that. I'm violated. I know. This is
4: my privacy. <laughs> Mom and dad throw the backpack at them and storm off.
3: Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely a, a night and day situation, but she is, uh, doing great. And, and, uh, some interesting uh stuff yesterday with her her roommates and yeah lots of lots of stuff to get bubbly to, and sassy course. bubbly and sassy yeah <laughs> <laughs> they had their ra meeting so basically you your room meets with the ra and you decide what your room rules are going to be mm-hmm. and i think i mentioned to you like these should be the rules you bring up yeah and she said that like all her rules were approved and she was really excited about it but some interesting rel- revelations were made. So I, I was like, Oh really? Okay. So apparently Sassy says she's not going to be in the room very often.
4: Sassy has a boyfriend. She goes to visit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that's a, that's a huge plus. It is
3: a plus, but all this fighting over that one bunk and she's not even there. Like, why were you fighting over it so much?
4: Because she's sassy. <laughs> she's sassy. That's why it's her boyfriend. So Sassy lives in California.
3: No, Sassy's from Denver.
4: Oh, Sassy's boyfriend is also going to school there. Yes. Oh,
3: yeah, and he—I think he's in the dorm next door. So I that's, think
4: that's a huge win.
3: I know. I, I. But I just was like, oh my goodness. I hope Sassy's <laughs> mom does not text me asking if I know where Sassy is because I'm not going to say it's not my business.
4: <laughs> Did your parents know? because my my parents didn't know my my roommates parents did your parents know no. your roommates parents
3: again technology yeah, we uh-huh. can trade numbers and uh-huh. you know and, uh, I'm telling you oh life was so much better back in our day <laughs>
4: <laughs> I do have a question about I'll save it for the opening break I I jotted down a question okay uh, about Sophie's living arrangement that actually popped in my mind last night you, just so you know I'm always thinking of what's happening with your daughter and you this stuff is constantly in my mind so I need to, I need to take more notes but something did pop in my mind last night and I thought of you and your daughter in a situation how I would handle it. I'll save it for later on in the yeah, show, Yeah, let's
3: talk about that later. Lots to get to, including your passes to go to the happiest place on Earth. In the 7 o'clock hour, we've got your four two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to the Disneyland Resort. So make sure you're listening for that. And right now, it is time for the pre-show You Pick'em. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear 10,000 Hours by Dan and Shay? I'd spend
5: 10,000.
3: want to hear How's It Gonna Be by Third Eye Blind. How's it
1: gonna
4: be when or do
3: you want to hear We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. Come
5: back, baby, please those are your
3: choices get your votes in now all you have to do is vote on our facebook page you can tweet us at mercedes in the am or you can text or call us with your vote 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1
6: True? Yeah. It's time for the
4: Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. As It Was by Harry Styles is back at the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100. In
3: this world, it's as as
4: it should be. Check this out, though. This is the fifth time the song has hit number one for a total of 11 weeks at number one. As It Was is now the first song to hit number one five different times.
3: That's crazy. I mean, just up and down, up and down. But it, it caused for celebration each time. You right, know? Yeah. Every time you hit number one, you celebrate.
4: <laughs> get some champagne. Get the bubbly yeah. out. Yeah. So, okay, the prior record was obviously four separate times at number one. Out of these three songs, who do you think had the prior record? Was it Michael Jackson in Thriller? <laughs> Celine Dion? Dion. I of Out of those three, one of those songs hit number one four different times.
3: Um, I'll say Mariah. No, I won't. I say I say Celine Dion.
4: What do we, you learned over the years, always go with your first instinct, uh, right? Mariah. Yeah, Mariah. Oh man! All I want for Christmas is hit number one four different times. Grr. As far as the rest of the uh, the top five, Lizzo's About Damn Time is number two. Turn and then Steve Lacy's bad habit is number 3. I bite my tongue it's so bad
3: There's so much good new music out that's so good right
4: now. We play this? Yeah, we yeah. added that 2 weeks ago We're playing nice
3: that. Yeah, right it's a, that's a good song. We we had a music meeting yesterday and we were just like, oh, my gosh, there's so, what should we add? There's so much good stuff out.
4: <laughs> That's a great feeling knowing there's a lot of great music out yeah. there right now. Check this out. Chris Rock said he turned down an offer to host the 2023 Oscars. He joked that it'd be like returning to the scene of a crime. I don't blame them for asking him, and I don't blame them for turning them down.
3: Um, I don't either, but I think this would be a great way to have that be your your Oscars legacy rather than the slap, you know? To go in and and then you just go and you kill it and you are like everyone's like, that was great. Is that that's the last memory they have of you
4: hosting the Oscars, you know? Instead I mean? of the Will yeah, Smith getting up and slapping. Uh,
3: I, I hate that that's that's what people are gonna remember right now.
4: Chris also said that he refused an offer to do a Super Bowl commercial, but he didn't say for what company. Kinda tight on time, so we we'll have to wrap up the dirt there, but we'll have more dirt in the seven o'clock hour, right around seven fifteen.
1: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number
4: 1685.
1: And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z.
4: Hey, good morning and welcome
3: to the show. It is Tuesday, August 30th, 6 o'clock. Thank you guys so much for joining us so early this morning. Man, uh, the, the heat is coming back. Not to talk about the weather, but I just uh, I noticed it yesterday afternoon. We were going to go for our evening walk. Uh, it was like, I don't know, six o'clock. Like, it is too hot out there. So we had to wait until like 7.30 before we finally made it out there. It was really warm. Yeah,
4: the heat, uh, that monsoon season kind of, I mean, uh, lots of rain, but blesses with cooler temperatures. And you're yeah, I felt it last night too. I got home from, had the TV show last night and got home, and all the intentions of going to the gym. Because I knew it was going to be hot. By the time I got home, I just didn't have that energy to go to the gym. Like, you know what? I still want to work out. Let me go out back and start working out, do that outdoor workout. And oh, I got outside. I felt
0: it.
3: It was brutal. It was tough. Yeah, it was really, really warm yesterday. And we're going to have this heat wave uh, for the next few days. So uh, act accordingly uh, on that one for sure.
4: Have you watched the new Game of Thrones? Is it a prequel? Yeah, yeah prequel.
3: we watched. Actually, we watched that last night. We got we got about 40 minutes through it. And uh, then my daughter called. So we talked to her. And then after that, I was like, so tired. So I didn't finish it. But so far, so good. It's it, it's really, really good. Have you watched it? Uh,
4: I was not into Game of Thrones. I watched it from a distance because Laura loved Game of Thrones. And so last night I was doing some work and stuff. And um, I told her, hey, did you know the Game of Thrones prequel is out? She didn't even know it was out. And she's like, "Oh my gosh!" So she sat down and started watching it. That first episode, no, no spoilers, but there was one scene. I was, I was watching it. Uh, I was in the kitchen, and there was a jousting scene, and something bad happens to a horse. And at that moment, she's like, "That." Ah. I need to stop right here.
3: Oh, she's done after that.
4: Yes. Anytime something bad happens to a horse, it's just—I mean, she's a horse lover. She's got two horses. It's just—I'm like, you know, that's just stun horse. The horse is fine. She's like, I- I'll come back to it later. I need to step away.
3: It's—that's uh, funny because I thought you were going to say a completely different scene that involved humans, and but it that was really, really bad. Uh, again, no spoilers, but it was the humans. Like, who cares about that? <laughs>
6: oh yeah, <it's>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <And> the horses.
4: <laughs> I remember there was a scene in The Walking Dead where it was earlier on in the show where uh, rick i think or one of the guys was on a horse and he gets surrounded by zombies and the zombies are coming and and lara starts she's like i can't watch it and she leaves and goes to the bathroom well the zombies they kill the horse and so she comes back she's like what i missed i'm like oh my gosh the horse started bucking and it started kicking on the zombies and the horse ran away it's safe she's like really i'm like yeah and then they reference the horse again later on in the episode you can tell that the horse was dead and she's like you told me it survived like ah my bad. Why do you lie? I just don't want to be She can upset. take it. She's no. an adult. She's I wanted fine. to. I wanted her to come back and like listen. The you're horse. So... Like she knows. She knows the horse is not gonna make it.
3: You cheat her. You're treating her like a child. I, I was like, listen. The horse
4: kicked all the zombies and rode off into the sunset. Even the
3: way you talk, it's not like you're talking
4: to someone who's five.
3: That like, oh, The horse came. Oh yeah. I told this grand tale. She's like, really? Yeah.
4: Everything's fine. Ten uh, minutes later, they show the dead horse. Like, ah, oh, my bad.
3: Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you're. All, your lies will always come to the surface. That it's so uh, true. I do, I do understand that you're trying to uh, protect her from that.
4: Yeah, but... Anything with horses just gets to her. It just gets to her. That's, so, funny. that's That's the world I live in right now.
3: You said you had a question for me that you wanted oh, I to did. ask me? I did.
4: Let me... JC wrote
3: down his question. We were talking about it in the pre-show, and you said you were going to write it down for the opening break.
4: Yes. When it comes to like face products, does Sophie use like all the same like safe face products you use?
3: Um. No, she does not. But she never really used face products. In the last couple of months, I was like, look, you're going to be in the the San Diego sun. There's a couple of things I want you to use. So I gave her a couple of products. Uh, or I didn't give them to her. We went and bought them and I was like, at least use these products. In your everyday routine. And so she she took my advice, which I was very happy about.
4: Now, when it comes to the roommates, is that one of the rules? Because I was using some of Laura's face products last night. I'm thinking, okay, if you're in the dorm, you've got nice face products. Are you going to allow other people, uh, are your face products off limits to the roommates? Or can the roommates use your face products if they want?
3: That was, she. I got a text from her this morning telling me what some of the rules were. Um, and that was one of them. Let me see here. do. do, do studying where is it basically it was um oh here it is uh only sharing the things we say are being shared so if you say hey this is community cleaning supplies which i said on day one when they were all there and i brought tons of cleaning supplies i'm like you guys can feel free to use all these cleaning supplies as much as you want um and so the you have to you have to announce that it's shareable. If you don't announce it, it's not
4: shareable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> face face products.
3: Uh, face products not shareable. No, <laughs> definitely not. Um, you know that stuff is expensive. Yeah. It adds up, and and they have uh, the way the place that she put it. It's in a like her private little cubbyhole area. So if they take it, they're going through her stuff, and that's not cool. You know.
4: I like that rule. If it's shareable, you announce it. Yeah. Outside of that, ask permission first.
3: Like uh, like one of her roommates brought the fridge and I was like can, can we um, I almost said the real names uh, what's the what's the bubbly and sassy so I was like bubbly um, can I put some Sophie's Waters in your fridge she's like the fridge is for everyone yes absolutely and I was like thank you so much and then I put them all in there
4: what is she like no
3: <laughs> no this is my fridge get your own fridge <laughs> <laughs> she said it was a community fridge well, I brought the rug so then I'll be like well don't walk on the rug <laughs> you better walk around the rug because this is only her rug sorry
4: oh <laughs> <laughs> oh, they—they living down the heavy rules for that one. Coming up here on the show, you're going to Disneyland. This is great. We have a four tickets, uh, a four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to the Disneyland Resort twice this morning, 740 and 940 on those tickets. And up next is what's trending. What do you have for us?
3: Taylor always gets the last laugh, the latest on her upcoming album, the newest star power that's coming to the Marvel Universe. And fall is here, not officially, but it sure can taste like it. That's coming up next and What's
4: Trending. we probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the Morning's What's
1: Trending is on Mix 94.1.
3: Okay, Taylor Swift is trending this morning. In case you missed it, she announced that she will be releasing her 10th studio album at the VMAs on Sunday. But... Is Taylor getting some revenge on the release? Some Swifty fan theories are going around about the release on October 21st. One fan tweeted this. Taylor Swift new album drops same day as Kim Kardashian's birthday. She announced it at the VMA's 13 years after the Kanye incident. And the same date, Carly Rae Jepsons drops her new album, who is managed By Scooter Braun, (laughs) calculated. Referring to her feud with the music manager Taylor, uh, she says the new album "Midnights" will be the story of thirteen sleepless nights scattered throughout my life.
4: One of those nights has to be at the whole Kanye incident. Yeah,
3: you would think. I just, I love that. So, so Kim Kardashian's birthday is going to come, and everyone's going to be talking about the new Taylor Swift album on that day. The days leading up to it. I actually feel bad for Carly Rae Jepsen. She's a casualty in this. <laughs> I mean, what'd she do to you, Taylor? Hopefully there's no bad blood there. She seems super sweet, but like, I get this Scooter Braun Should every thing. artist
4: that works with Scooter Braun back out of their deal with Scooter Braun to make Taylor Swift happy? No,
3: definitely not. But, but that's a shot fired at him, though. It's, Dang. it's just so petty, and I'm here for it. I love it. It's hilarious. So that is trending this morning. Megan the Stallion is trending this morning. She is officially part of the marvel cinematic universe the grammy winner will reportedly make her mcu debut in an upcoming episode of the disney plus series she hulk attorney at law now this may not be her only acting gig she says i don't feel like i'm only going to be an actress or acting may not be the only gig. She says that she's going to look into being a director and she's also going to be a producer. She has done some acting before. She says, when I look at Queen Latifah and Ice Cube, it inspires me to take it further than just music. Right now, character details have not been
4: shared. That's awesome. Look what Queen Latifah has done with her career and Ice Cube as well. The crossover and acting, that's huge.
3: Oh, yeah, like they are just such well-rounded entertainers. They've got their hands in everything. Music, acting, producing. Producing, directing, like they—they they really are doing it all.
4: What are other crossover? Uh, like Will Smith crossover from uh, Ice T? Isn't Ice wasn't Ice T on like SVU for like twenty seasons?
3: Yeah, he is the show still on or is it not?
4: I don't know. Was on it? Yeah, but I remember I, he was on it.
3: Yeah, J Lo started as a dancer, went to uh, to acting, to singing. Like she's done it
4: all. There's a lot of people who who've done a lot of crossover work. Yeah, J Lo. What she started as a fly girl on In Living Color.
3: Yeah, that's right. So that is trending this morning. And then finally this morning, Starbucks is trending. The line at Starbucks might be a little longer today because the pumpkin spice latte is back for its 19th year. They're launching their full fall menu today. And, uh, Just like every other product in the world, the PSL is going to cost a little bit more this year. Depending on your location, a grande is going to run you somewhere between $5.45 and $5.95. That's up around 20 cents or 4% from last year. They also have a new drink. It's an apple crisp oat milk macchiato that's supposed to taste like apple pie it's not really that new they debuted the normal apple crisp macchiato last year so the big difference is the oat milk and it's also made with a lighter blonde espresso and it is their first vegan fall drink they also brought back their pumpkin cream cold brew for a fourth year their pumpkin scone and pumpkin cream cheese muffins and they also have a new owl cake pop with vanilla cake and buttercream so uh, I feel like that's the unofficial beginning of fall once the PSL is back and that is
0: what's
3: (laughs) you've probably heard the phrase before when something like is bad in your life and someone's like oh mercury must be in retrograde well there's a website called ismercuryandretrograde.com To let you know if it is. And the answer right now is no. Something else must be bumming you out. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it says right there. Mercury turns retrograde at 838 p.m. Pacific time on September. Oh, wait. This is September 9th, 20. Yeah. September 9th, 2022. So uh, you've got you've got just over a week before it does turn into retrograde. So if something is going crazy in your life, um, then it's uh it's not that part. But Steph just put a note up on the on our chat here. What what's going
5: on, Steph? So so it's the shadow period. The shadow period of Mercury retrograde is currently going on and it's cause it's two weeks before. So you're gonna start feeling the effects of it until it officially starts. So if it might be that you can blame it on that. But I don't know what's going on in your life, so I can't say it's Mercury in retrograde. Well, for me, there was just—and I've never really paid—I've
4: always heard the, the expression, oh, Mercury's in retrograde, or someone's saying, oh, it's Mercury in retrograde. Yeah, and it doesn't start until September. It was just at the TV station yesterday. There were a bunch of little th- things going wrong uh, all throughout the show and after the show. And then someone made a comment, like, oh, you know, Mercury's in retrograde. And everyone's like, oh, that's right, da 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 and getting kind of worked up over the whole thing. And I'm, and I'm like, what, is that a bad thing when Mercury's in retrograde? Why can't it be a good thing when Mercury go, goes in retrograde? Why why does it have to be such a negative connotation around Mercury being in retrograde? Like, oh, it's such a bad thing. Why can't we harness the power of that planet and make something positive happen in our lives?
3: Well, I think that what it actually means when, when a planet appears to be moving in the reverse direction, mm-hmm. like retrograde, like reverse. So it's an optical illusion. Uh, that that are caused in like the differences in the orbits so it has a negative connotation because um, mercury is the planet that's that rules like your communication and if you're into astrology and stuff that's you you expect like frequent misunderstandings. so it's not like hey let's make this mean a negative thing it's like when you, when it comes to actually planets, it it makes things look like it's going backwards, which I think is where the negative connotation. It's the
4: optical comes. illusion of it moving backwards yeah. when it's yeah. not. so yes. that's
3: why that's where it comes from. And Mercury's the fastest planet in our solar system. So so this happens like three or four times a year. Uh, mercury going into uh, to retrograde.
4: I was reading an article here from Vogue, and it says either you'll feel super energetic and creative, like you want to dance all day, or you'll feel completely lethargic, chaotic, unfocused, or anxious. I want to, I want to run with the super energetic, creative, and want to dance all day attitude.
3: Well, yeah, I don't know that anyone goes into it like I'm going to be lethargic because, you know, what? it's just if something it's just another thing to blame something on, you know, superstitions. And maybe it really is happening. But yeah, make it mean whatever you want it to mean. You don't have to to use it as a scapegoat. But sometimes I think it's easier to do that. Like I've said it plenty of times, like, oh, man. You know, it's like Murphy's Law. Whatever can Mm -hmm. go wrong will go wrong. When it happens during that period, I'm like, okay, Mercury's in retrograde. I'm not feeling great. Um, And I do kind of believe in some of that stuff where, you know, planets align and certain gravitational forces can cause people to act certain ways and
4: and whatever. Have you ever heard of this superstition? Speaking of superstitions, I heard this one yesterday that you should not bring an old broom into your new home. Apparently the old broom sweeps away all negative energy and experiences from your previous home into your new home. And you want to leave that bad luck behind. So if you move into a new house and you got an old broom, buy a new broom. Don't sweep those negative experiences from your last house into your new one. Start fresh. I've I've never
3: heard of that one before. I definitely know I've brought... Old brooms into new homes. Uh, what if you had positive experiences in that home? Then yeah, I want to sweep the you good want to bring those in? Yeah, uh... let's flip it. Let's flip
4: the script. I want to sweep all the positiveness from my last house into my new one because the broom that I have we've had since two thousand five. It's been in, in uh, I think our first apartment here in Las Vegas, our first home, and then our second home.
3: That's uh th- what are some of the other superstitions that you believe in or that you you kind of abide by uh is it mercury retrograde is it something else uh what what is it for you I mean I I do believe in astrology I know some people think it's crazy but I I see certain traits from certain people that are born born in certain months I met someone the other day and uh we were just like clicking and I was like I am 90% positive that she is the same sign as I am. Like, we just had so much in common. We acted the same ways. And I go, Can I ask you a question? And she's like, Yeah. I go, Do you believe in astrology? She goes, I do. I go, Are you a Taurus? She goes, I am. And I was like, I knew it. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I could totally tell. I got Taurus vibes from you. She's like, You're one too, aren't you? I was like, Yes. And it just was so funny. I could just tell. So I do believe in that.
4: There's something there. All Tauruses have to, uh, is it every sign? So I get along well with other ladies. Or is that a Taurus thing that they're going to get along with other Tauruses?
3: Well, like, I just click with other Tauruses mm-hmm. automatically because we just get each other. Uh, and, like, you definitely have Leo qualities. Like, I can, like, pinpoint certain things about you. Like, you're a Leo. I have friends that are Gemini's, And I'm like, okay, y- yep, I can see it. You are you know, it's just I do believe that certain certain signs have certain traits. I know, Steph, you're the same way
5: on that, right? Yeah, and Tauruses, they're so into astrology. Yeah, that's one of our traits. <laughs> exactly, and we're both really into astrology. But
4: <laughs> well, you're a Taurus as well? Yes, I'm a Taurus. you're oh, a Taurus. You
3: know it, now you do. And and we like we vibe on so many things, and we send each other Taurus memes all the time. Like, I see a funny Taurus meme, I'm like, zoop, and send it to her, she does
5: the same thing Didn't to me. we send a Leo meme about JC? You sent it to me. And I sent <laughs> one to you, JC. I said, why are all the old men look like Johnny Bravo? Oh, yes. <laughs> and it's true. And we have a picture of you acting like Johnny yeah, Bravo. Yeah, and post so like funny. Johnny Bravo.
4: Is that why we got along so well when I drove my four tours?
3: Uh, maybe. Yeah, it hasn't been the same since, has it?
4: <laughs> Why did I sell that car? Darn it. No, we got the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us? All
3: right. More people are doing this for themselves than ever before. We'll tell you what it is. Also, I, so, I can't believe the amount of people that say having this in bed is a deal breaker. We'll tell you what that is. And a woman's fingerprints just disappeared. Just disappeared. And she could not prove who she was. We're going to talk about all of that coming up next
0: in the Hot 3. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails. Up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
2: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
4: It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
3: Two-thirds of Americans claim they've adopted somewhat of a a seize-the-day mindset ever since the onset of the pandemic. A new poll of Americans finds that, that 40, 64% are living more in the moment, while 74% are more focused on... On the future compared to pre-pandemic times in fact the pandemic really shifted our mindset so much now that 62 percent of respondents reported that they treat themselves more now now more than ever on average people reward themselves six times per month but answers were kind of divided on what exactly qualified as a pampered treatment 32 percent defined it as just something enjoyable 24% Twenty four percent said that they consider the fun factor of whatever the treat is and enjoying me time, you know, cracking open their favorite drink and you know maybe doing some online shopping or something like that or other ways that people treat themselves.
4: Do you think you get six times a month treating myself? Yeah,
3: uh, probably not. But I, I do treat myself just maybe not that much.
4: I think if you like, what about the, because when you say the enjoyable category, we said six times a month. I'm like, oh, I don't do that. But then as you mentioned the categories, I, I think I definitely hit six times a month because in my mind, enjoyable is like a Starbucks, a venti caramel frappuccino to me, like getting that and taking a moment in the car, just kind of relaxing and sipping on that is my enjoyable, enjoyable me time. I did that a couple times a month. So when I factor in stuff like that, I think I definitely hit the six.
3: They say that uh, for $83 is the average cost of a treat that the reward should be exceptional. Um, But 74% of people admit that the higher cost doesn't equal more happiness. You can get it for something, like you said, like a coffee or something. Um, uh, But food, clothing, and experience top the list of ways people treat themselves. Um, So a less costly way they say that they let loose, 26% say they would just indulge in like their favorite wine or doing something like that.
4: Oh, I definitely got that then. (laughs) Um,
3: Also this morning, so um, there was a time when... Breakfast in bed was just really romanticized. You remember, like, you know, seeing the movies, someone's laying there and they, they come in with a tray and it's like, oh, that's amazing. For some people, it still is amazing. But for others, the idea of having crumbs and and greasy hands in their bed is just too much. There's a new survey that came out and 80% of people said that the that feeling crumbs in their bed sheets will literally lead to a bad night of sleep, um, which... Begs the question, are 20% of us fine with rolling around in, to- in crumbs? Or I, I don't really understand that. But 35% of people in the survey also admit to eating in bed, mostly late-night snacks like cookies and chips and popcorn, which seems even messier than eating actual breakfast with utensils. But be careful because 33% of people say they consider eating in bed a dating deal-breaker. And 38% of millennials would actually Consider ending a relation over it, but ironically, millenni- millennials are also the generation most likely to snack in bed. So you got to watch out for that.
4: Yeah, the whole breakfast in bed thing—it's like you said in the movies and stuff—seems It seems like a great treat, but to have it done, it's it's hard to sit there and eat if you're having eggs or something. I need to sit up at the counter. I appreciate someone making breakfast for me, coming down and breakfast is made—that's awesome. But up in bed, I want to be down, kind of more relaxed around a kitchen table when I eat.
3: Yeah, and I don't, I don't want food in the bed. Mm. I we don't take food upstairs at my house. Like it just, it stays down there uh we don't we don't do that and if i fill one crumb in my bed i would probably be like who one time we this was a long time ago we were um we were going out of town and our regular house sitter she was she had something going on so we got this random house sitter it was someone i i i we worked with for literally like two weeks I knew she was a dog lover. Uh, She was, she volunteered and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, that would be great. So I said, if you don't mind, would you stay at our house while you watch the dogs? And she's like, no problem. So she stayed there and uh, she slept in our bed, which was fine. I told her she could. Um, And we get back and I get in bed and I notice Chocolate on my sheets. And yes, it was chocolate. I was to oh, say, at least <laughs> you hope
4: it's chocolate.
3: I smelled it. It was chocolate. I could not figure out. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, she was eating in our bed and i'm like like was it a candy bar like what was it And my husband like an hour later he was getting something out of the fridge and she bought like um those chocolate dove bars the the popsicles with like the chocolate coating on yeah she had she had purchased those for herself we didn't have those and she had left a couple in there i'm like He's like, I found what what she was eating in bed. And I think that, you know, maybe some of the chocolate came off and it smudged on my sheets uh, or it was on the top sheet, the flat sheet. I was so annoyed. Like, I couldn't get that out of my mind. Then I took off all the sheets, washed them. I was just like, oh, I was so annoyed by that.
4: Was it this person?
3: no no no. that was before i met her like literally it was like our first house it was you know it was way back in the day but yeah did
4: you have a guest bedroom because the thing also too would you you would allow like if i'm that person i would rather sleep in a guest if you had a guest bedroom sleep in the guest bedroom than sleep in your bed because to me that's like that's your sanctuary that's your mats that's that's your private area if i'm there and you got a guest bedroom I would appreciate yeah thanks for the offer on the king size bed maybe it's more comfortable but I'm going to go guest bed I'm going to do the guest bed I
3: think the reason she wanted to was one cuz the dogs that was when we let them sleep with us mm. and we didn't want them to sleep in the guest bed because our visitors sleep there and we don't want like dog hair and stuff uh-huh. in there but then also there was no TV in the guest bedroom and I she liked to watch TV in bed and we're like okay you can sleep in our bed but oh so oh, by TV that.
4: and Dove chocolate bars yeah it was
3: bad <laughs> all right finally this morning fun fact did you know you could lose your fingerprints It happened to a woman in Canada. She's been dealing with the fallout. This 68-year-old grandma in New Brunswick wanted to volunteer at her grandson's school this year. So she went through a background check. She had her fingerprints scanned. But it turns out she didn't have any. They were so faded that the computer couldn't recognize them. And it turns out that a lot of things can cause you to lose your fingerprints, including eczema, dermatitis, celiac disease. But what made things worse was that she happened to share a unique name with someone who is a criminal. She's French Canadian. They're both named Andrea Leger Cormier. So without fingerprints, it was hard to prove that she wasn't the one with a record so she has been dealing with it for the past four months. Finally got a letter from the government certifying she's never been convicted of a crime. She starts at her grandson's school next month. She and her doctor are still trying to figure out why she does not have any fingerprints.
4: <laughs> How old is she? She's 68 years That's old. young. I know. Maybe 90. You might lose them. But yeah, they's rubbed off throughout the years.
3: I, I'm convinced my grandma did not have any fingerprints because she would always flip like the tortillas when she was making them with just her fingers. Like, And I'm, I'm convinced that they burned her fingerprints off. There's All no those way years just of descents yeah. off.
4: Here in the 7 o'clock hour, you are going to Disneyland, a four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to the Disneyland Resort that happens.
3: Do you eat food while you shop? And, I do not. And, oh, you asking me? Well, well, I was asking in general, but <laughs> sure, go ahead and answer. I
4: got excited. I do not know. Sorry.
3: I I saw someone doing this yesterday, and I don't know why it, it bugged me, but I know a lot of people do it. And you you know you take something off the shelf and you eat it, and then you give the you you give the wrapper to the cashier, and you go about your way. So like I get it, but I saw something yesterday, and I was just like. I, I, for some reason it bugged me do you who, what do you do in that situation do you say something or you just mind your own business uh 702-364-9400 is our number and we're also live streaming right now the 7 a.m social is on if you want to check us out on youtube or on facebook uh we are live streaming the show you see what's going on off and on the air so Yesterday, I was picking up some stuff at the store for Try It Tuesday, and uh, there was a, a guy that walked in at the exact same time as I did, and so we kind of went the same way. We turned to the left, and, like, the deli's at the left, on the left, and I was I, I was getting some other stuff, too, and I see him stop by the deli, and he asked for a pound of turkey, and so I don't know why I just— I wasn't trying to eavesdrop. I just, he was talking very loud. He's like, what about a turkey please? And they got it for him. And I was looking at some of the, uh, some of the um, vegetables and stuff that were there, the pre-cut stuff. So I kind of go on my way and I I see him grab his turkey and I hear some rustling and uh, don't even really pay attention, but then it's really loud. And I look and he's like chomping away at the turkey. He just got from the deli, like the sliced turkey. And I was like, Oh, you know, a little slice. Doesn't hurt. He ate that whole pound of turkey. I Like he was eating it like it was chips while he was shopping because then I couldn't stop staring at him. And he'd take out a slice and <sighs> stuff it in his mouth. Take out another slice, <sighs> stuff it in his mouth. And it was so bizarre. And I'm not sure if he paid for it. I don't want to say he didn't, but I'm not sure that he paid
4: for it. Because the proper thing would him to be get up there to the cashier and hold the empty Bag and at least they can yes. scan his, you know, a pound of turkey. That's a lot of turkey to eat while grocery shopping. By the one way, one pound. Dang, he must have been it was hungry. A
3: stack of meat like that big. Yeah, it was huge. And just raw
4: too. Nothing on top of it. No salt, no pepper, no mayo, no sauce or anything. Just raw dog. That did wow, wow, just wow. Take it out. And he just, wow. Like, he
3: just would he would take it and he squish up the slice and oh, <laughs> shove it in his mouth but then
4: he touches that dirty shopping cart so many things are my I dirty shopping cart it in the food in the mouth uh would i say anything i would not say anything um who do you tell tell the cashier who do you point it out to
3: i, I it's it, it's not my job to bust you know shop uh, and again he may have paid for it yeah. i really don't know but like you know if if you're in the store and let's say your kid is having a fit and Maybe if you grab a bag of, you know, crackers or something and give it to them and then pay for it. D- do you think that's OK? Like what what's your whole take on on taking stuff and eating it before you buy it in the store with the full intention of paying for it?
4: Yeah, as long as that's not my thing. I've never done it um, for me, too. It's also just like the gross factor of, of touching the shopping cart and then touching the food. In my mind, once I put the food in the cart. It's now, it's now mine. Yeah, I got to pay for it. But once the food or everybody is in my cart, that's why I think people are so like protective of their carts. If you ever go and you grab something off the shelf and you realize you're putting in the wrong cart, or you start to push the wrong cart mm-hmm. away, I start to freak out. Like, ah, this is not my cart. Where's my cart? I feel like I violated someone. Um, so I do feel like once that's in your cart, it's your possession. If you want to eat it, sure. But you got to pay for it. It's not my thing. But if you're going to do it, you have to pay for it.
3: I see people, they will eat produce. Right there. And that always kind of surprises me because it's not even washed. Um, I see people grab like grapes or I saw someone grab an apple once and I'm like, well, now how do you pay for that? Yeah, because it's n- it, the core. It's just the core. Does it have to do with the weight or do you just like ring up one apple is X amount of dollars? I, I'm not sure.
4: Are your grapes by the pound? If you had a couple grapes before you go to pay for them, it's going to be less. You've technically stolen a couple grapes. Yeah. You're based on the the weight.
3: Or do you get a taste test just just to make sure that you want it? Like, I always wonder, I was in one of those, um, when we were in San Diego, we went to Old Town and there was this candy store and they have like those little plastic containers that have all the candies in them and you take a scoop out and you put it in. Are those, is it cool to take one or two just to make sure that's the candy you want to commit to? Because I always thought like, it's okay to take like a scoop. Put one in your, like, don't go in there and grab it. Get the scoop. Put one in your hand. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is good. I think I'll buy the rest, you know, or mm, not so much. Now, is it wrong to take one piece out of those?
4: But they're reaching into the bin and touching other candies? No, no,
3: no. Don't touch it with your hands with the scoop and then get the scoop and then put it in your hand from the scoop.
4: You know, I never thought about it because it's almost like when you go to the ice cream shop and you get a little sample of a flavor. They'll give you one or two samples. What's the difference between that and a candy shop? You want to sample the candy before you buy it. it's a good point.
3: Yeah. I. But then I, I feel like I'm stealing if I do that. Because there was one thing that looked really good. But I was like, I don't want to commit to buying a bunch of them. And I'm not going to put one piece in a plastic bag. And here you go, <laughs> you know. So uh, what's, the, what's the criteria on that? Uh, getting some comments here on Facebook Live. Caleb says, I'll let my daughter eat a donut. The cashiers are fine with us doing that. Stephanie says, I don't eat while shopping, but I'll grab something to drink. And then you just give them the empty bottle on On our uh, text line says, ask a clerk. They'll help you with the candy. OK, yeah, don't go about it yourself. This one says, I have a toddler. And yes, I open up crackers. But of course, I always pay. And this one says, when shopping with my son, he has to have a snack tray or he throws a fit. I always tell the checker when we check out that, yes, he was eating them and we are paying for that. And then this one says, I saw that happen at the store once, and the worker stopped the person and made them pay. They were saying people come in, eat the deli meat in the store, and throw the package away without paying for Uh, it. Oh, uh I wonder if he was doing that. Oh, really quick. Christy is on the phone. Hi, Christy. Hi, how are you? Hey, good. What's up?
5: I think it's good if you take one piece out, like you were saying, and taste taste test it. But that's it. I don't think you should be putting your hands in there or anything or eating a whole bunch. But I think that's totally fine.
3: Yeah. Like, don't take a handful of chocolate peanuts and, like, pop them in your mouth. But one, like, And don't touch it with your
5: hands. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, like, stick your whole hand in there either. Like you were saying with the scoop.
3: And don't put the scoop in your mouth when you taste it. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, you don't. Thanks, Christy. Yeah. There's there's so much, I don't know, the etiquette. I'm still trying to figure it out as an adult. So many rules, yeah.
4: (laughs) Now, coming up here in the dirt, Jennifer Lopez is furious at one of her wedding guests. Why? Details in about 10 minutes.
6: All the rumors are true, yeah It's time for the Daily
4: Dirt on Mix 94.1 uh, The number one song in the country belongs to Harry Styles This is its fifth time at number one, so as it was, it's been a total of 11 weeks at number one, but five times, five different times at number one. And so as it was, is now the first song to hit number one five different times. It's a record there for Harry Styles.
3: That's uh, amazing. Good for him. He deserves it. I love this song. It's
4: a great song. Uh, number two. Lizzo's About Damn Time. Uh, Steve Lacey, Bad Habit, is number three. I bite my tongue, it's a bad habit. Kate Bush is Running Up That Hill. Is that number four? And then Beyonce's Break My Soul is sitting at number five in the charts right now.
3: That's a a solid top five right there. There's just so much great new music that is out and... I we I was telling you guys we had our music meeting yesterday and we were having such a hard time trying to figure out like what what else are we gonna add because there's just so many choices right now.
4: Anything any rumblings of other big songs coming up that you've heard about?
3: Mm, well, we added a song by Parmalee. I don't know if you know it's a country band. The song is amazing. It's so good. Uh, what else did we add? Um, let's see here. I think we did. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, Rosalind, Snap. Have you heard that song? I've not. That song is really awesome. Uh, Yeah, there's just some really great stuff out.
4: Serena Williams is getting some extra love during what should be her final U.S. Open with a new Gatorade ad that's narrated by her friend Beyonce. So the 23-time Grand Slam title winner, she's the subject of the short film, which actually debuted Sunday night during the MTV Video Music Awards. The ad begins with a young girl watching Williams play on TV. As the words for Serena with love fill the screen, Beyonce begins her voiceover. And here's how the commercial starts.
2: A movement to always love being a proud black woman. A parent. A dreamer. A leader. Yes, ladies it can't be fine. to love being one of a kind.
4: Other female athletes you know, along with young girls and women are also featured in the ad, which includes footage of Williams playing throughout the years. Serena, she had a custom outfit made for the U.S. Open that included, did you see her diamond-encrusted Nikes that she had on?
3: Yeah. she. Yeah, that was really cool.
4: And she won her first match last night, so she's off to a strong start. A lot of stars came out to see her. Hugh Jackman, Spike Lee, Queen Latifah, so the stars are coming out to watch some tennis and watch Serena in what could be her final U.S. Open.
3: Oh, and just her daughter watching is so cute. Yeah, it's awesome. Was
4: her daughter wearing a matching outfit?
3: I think so. Yeah, it looked like it was the same outfit.
4: What do you think of this? Jennifer Lopez is not happy. So video from her and Ben Affleck's wedding ceremony first appeared on a fan's social media account and then went viral after appearing on TMZ's website. So the video has J-Lo. She's serenading Ben. at their This is the Georgia wedding ceremony with what is apparently a new original love song. There were backup dancers and apparently at least one person who does not know what a non-disclosure agreement means. Responding to the fans post. So JLo po- made a response to this fans post. She said this was taken without permission, period. Whoever did took advantage of our private moment. There were NDAs and we asked everyone to not share anything from our wedding. This was stolen and sold for money. The fan took down the video, replacing it with a screenshot of JLo's comments. No word yet about legal action.
3: Uh, they, they should take some if you if. And you really find out who your real friends are at that point, too.
4: you try to sleuth it out, the angle, too? Okay, it was shot from the right. Who was sitting at the right at this time and try to pinpoint who it was? What do you think of this one? So we've heard of comedians and bands banning cell phones at their shows. But what about this? During some recent shows at a club in London, comedian Ricky Gervais banned the audience from having ice in their drinks. Because he says the clinking and some people chewing on ice is a distracting sound. Oh,
3: come on. Well, then you ban the glasses that they're served in, because if you put them down on the table, that'll make a noise. It's not going to be complete silence. That's part of being a skilled performer is being able to tune out the distractions. I disagree with that
4: 100%. If if I go to a a club and I can't have a vodka tonic with ice, it's just dry. It's not going to work for me. no. Movie theaters, though people chewing on ice in movie theaters, that jumps out to me though.
3: I always get so paranoid when I uh, open something that has a wrap on. <laughs> so loud, and I feel so bad. I'm like, or if I chew my popcorn, <laughs> just feel so bad.
4: I always sneak a Red Bull into the movie theater, and I try to wait for like a loud action moment to, because it does. The sound is just amplified for some reason.
3: Yeah, it's really loud.
4: Now you're going to Disneyland this hour. We've got a four pack of tickets to, actually four pack of two day. One park per day tickets to the Disneyland Resort. We have them for you coming up at 740. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning.
0: Let's wake up
4: Welcome back to Mercedes in the morning. It's just a great way to start a day. On Mix 94.1.
3: Sometimes pranks can be funny, but other times they'll go horribly wrong. Have you ever had a prank just go wrong or someone played a prank on you and it was so mean? And you did not laugh afterwards. It was like, why would you do that to me? Something happened to you when uh, when you were in college? Yeah,
4: and I was reminded of this because I saw the guy that did the prank this past weekend. Saw him Saturday night, bumped into him at a restaurant. And so this was uh, when I first moved to Las Vegas. I was... Decided to pledge a fraternity, and I was pledging Sigma Chi, and um, went through the entire process, and it was a blast, it really connected with my pledge brothers, we had like five or six pledge brothers, and the final thing is, you have to take a written test, you actually leave town, and for us, we went to Mount Charleston to spend the weekend up there, and do this huge written test about the history of Sigma Chi, and what it means to be a brother, and this, that, and everything, and so, I, I passed everything else, and went, we went out of town for the written test, and I do the written test, and, and, and everything, and it's about an hour or so after the test, this guy's name is Joe, he pulls me aside, He JC, he's the guy that's administering the test. He, JC, I got to tell you something. Like, yeah. He goes, you failed. I'm like, what? He goes, hey, yeah, failed the test. I'm like, how is that possible? He like, you failed. But here's the deal. He like, said, I'll talk to the, the brothers, and I'm sure we can have you back in the fall, and you can repledge and do it all over again. And then, you know, at the end of the fall semester, you take the test again. I'm sure you'll pass. and be a brother in the next year. And he, when he said that, I was just, I was devastated. I just went through an entire semester of being a pledge. My close friends are now going to be brothers Then I have to wait the entire summer and go through this whole ship again, this whole process. We were in Mount Charleston in a cabin. I was so distraught, I left the cabin. I immediately left the cabin. I'm like, all right, man, I will, I'll let you know what I want to do. And I left the cabin, stormed off. And I was probably gone for about an hour, just like I just I needed to just get out of my own head, and I was just so upset and distraught. The whole thing was just a prank. Oh. About an hour goes by, I, I hear some of my buddies, JC, JC. And I'm thinking they want to come console me because they, I'm not responding to them. I'm like, I don't want to see any of these guys. I'm so upset. They're trying to find me. They finally do. And they're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, Joe told me I failed. I'm like, Joe was joking. I'm like, what? Like, are you kidding me? Or,
3: or someone just finagled the, uh, the results. And yeah, now, now back, you're <laughs> in. Then they went back
4: and told Joe. He's like, he's really upset. <laughs> we got to let this guy in. It was just, I mean, it was 60 minutes, maybe 90 minutes total. But I was just, I was devastated for that time frame.
3: I I I think that pranks it, it's got to be really just cutesy because some of them just are mean. That is just mean when you make fe- someone feel so terrible. I I did one I would say kind of similar to yours where I it was all in good fun. It really was, and then when you saw the reaction, it was like, oh, why did I do that? And it was to my own child. My daughter was like three or four and she was doing something in one room and I was like, Oh she's gonna be in her room soon, I'm gonna hide under her bed and scare her. Oh I feel so bad to this day about it. So she walks in, little pitter patter, little feet I see her little feet under the bed, I'm like, oh this is gonna be so funny. She walks right by the bed and I grabbed her ankle. Nope. And I go Bah <laughs> and she she peed in her pants it scared her so bad she started crying and it's like it's just me it's just me Ha! wasn't that funny and she's like "Ah." i i i scarred her for life because she told me to to this day um, she has a fear of walking by her bed. That's yes! gonna like grab her. Why did I do that? I don't know. Is the dumbest thing I've ever done. I I feel so <laughs> bad about it. I will, like, I never want to play another prank on anyone again. After that, it was just a terrible thing to do.
4: That is straight out of horror, a horror movie. That is what a horror movies. Put yourself in that situation. You think you're alone in your bedroom, and someone just grabs your feet. Oh, you didn't, like, drag her down under the bed, did you?
3: No, no, thank God. I mean, she uh, the, the bed she got when we went to uh, to move her in has drawers underneath, and she made a comment like, well, at least I know no one will be hiding under my bed. And she looks at me, I'm like, I'm really sorry about that. That was a long time ago. You still remember? I felt so bad. Uh, this one says, uh, this is from Patricia. She says, April Fool's Day, switch the salt and sugar. Grandma made me a bowl of cereal with sugar. Gross! So that's like the prank. Did you switch the salt and sugar? Because then that came back and bit you in the butt.
4: Yeah, grandma turned the tables on you.
3: Yeah. Uh, this one says, uh, my name's Carlene. This prank didn't happen to me, but my bestie was over. And her mom said to get a beer. And she went to go get one. And there was a picture of Momo on the door. Do you know who Momo no, is? No, who's Momo? We're not talking. Steph's dog? No, not Steph's dog. That's that picture of that that like lady with big eyes and oh yes out smile uh you walk out to the garage and then that's on the door i would start freaking out didn't
4: your dad tell you to grab a beer once and he thought i'd be funny and you you walked in the house shaking the thing up and gave it to him
3: i didn't realize like I was just messing around. I was like, I didn't know, so we opened it. <laughs> that was not an intentional prank, though. That was not intentional. I he, I got in a lot of trouble for that, and I learned my lesson very quickly. Hey, Mercedes, uh, go get me a beer, okay, Dad? <laughs> well, go get your own ba- beer. Quit sending your kids to get beer for you? I mean, come on.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm still so stuck on the uh, the grabbing the feet thing. Oh. I would be petrified if that happened to me.
3: It was really mean. I will I will never do that again. Ever
4: She's plotting. Her day will come for that revenge (laughs) on you. I know. (laughs) We have, uh, you're going to Disneyland. Those tickets coming up here in, man, just about five minutes here. The four-pack of two-day park-per-day tickets. uh, Four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to Disneyland is coming up here in just a couple minutes. That's awesome. And also, the Hot 3 is up next. What do you got for us? What
3: are the hardest working states in America? And is Nevada one of them? We'll tell you about that also. It used to be that a $400 emergency fund was enough for the average American. Not anymore. We'll tell you what that number is up to now. And a guy threatened to call the cops on a burglar unless he did this. What was it and did he do it? We'll tell you coming up next in the hot three.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
6: put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
4: That's Glass Animals. This is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And this is Laura. Good morning, Laura. (laughs) Hi.
3: Hi. You're color 20. (laughs) with you right now. No, oh, no, no! I'm literally just working on my way to work right now, so oh, I, I, I'm, I'm ecstatic! <laughs> oh my I'm god! So excited for you! We have four two-day one park per day tickets to the Disneyland Resort for you, and you are oh, now qualified for a vacation for four, including a two-night stay at the Disneyland Resort hotel and a three-day one park per day tickets. Congratulations! Thank you so much! I can't believe I actually won! Oh my god! <laughs> okay. I, I know. So I am so excited. I can you, we're so happy. happy. Oh my god! but oh, that is that is music to our ears. Laura, hang on the line. We're going to get all your information, and if you want to be as happy as Laura in the happiest place on earth, we have more chances for you. Nine o'clock hour. Make sure you're listening.
5: Let's go. Here we go.
4: Three, two, one. Time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. And, Lordy, have to download the, today's podcast and play that clip for your kids. They'll just, I mean, they'll hear the excitement in your voice. That is awesome. Uh, the Hot 3, it is brought to you by Attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
3: Hard to believe, but Monday is Labor Day. So, have you been working hard or hardly working? <laughs>
4: <laughs> dad joke I know dear lord
3: in general Americans put in more hours at work than people in many other countries the average in the US was 1791 hours last year that's about 36 hours a week if you take two weeks off a year and it's about 25% more than people in Germany France or the UK but 16% less ...than people in Mexico. But which state has the hardest workers? An annual study ranked all 50 states... um, ...based on things like employment rates, hours worked... ...average commute, how much free time people have in general... ...and according to the results, the hardest working states are... ...North Dakota, Alaska, Nebraska, South Dakota, and Texas. Virginia, Oklahoma, Kansas, New Hampshire, and Washington... ...or I'm sorry, and Wyoming round out the top 10... New Mexico ranked last in terms of hardest working, followed by, by Rhode Island, New York, Michigan, and West Virginia. Now, where did uh, Nevada fall on the list? We were towards the bottom. We were number 37 on the list of the hardest working uh, states in the country.
4: The Dakota is owning that pole yeah. right there. Hard workers up there. I
3: mean, it, it sounds like it.
4: By city. Maybe we hire by city. I think we're hard workers here in Las Vegas. We commit to our job and we work hard.
3: Well, I mean, you do, but that doesn't mean everyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're talking for yourself, I would agree, but I'm sure there's some slackers out there.
1: <laughs> They're sorry. i going,
4: yep, that's me. <laughs> I'm just driving in and getting my paycheck.
3: <laughs> exactly. Um, well, you guys got
4: to work harder. you are bringing it down for the rest of us. Yeah,
3: no kidding. <laughs> um, well, this is fun. A survey that uh, this spring found 49% of Americans would not be able to cover a $400 emergency expense. Now a new study says that's not really enough anyway. And the real target should be $1400. The company Lending Club found that the hypothetical $400 number isn't actually enough to cost most or to cover most big unexpected costs anymore. In the last three months, 56% of emergency expenses required more than that. And the average was $1,447. They say around $1,400 is the real amount you should try to have in reserve just in case. But obviously, that's a lot easier said than done. A poll last month found 59% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck right now. That's up from 54% a year ago, and that even includes a lot of people that we think of as high earners. 48% of people who make $150,000 to $200,000 a year say that they are paycheck to paycheck.
4: That's that's scary. scary I know.
3: Right I think most people, you know, aside from like millionaires, are really one big issue away from not having any money. Like, it could be an accident or it could be um, some sort of a, like a fire or something, it's like you, you just you just don't know. It's y- scary.
4: Yeah, car repair, something like that just pops up. It's like all of a sudden like, oh, dear Lord. And, and, and it's one of those things we have to take care of, too. That you can't like put it off, and it puts right. you in a really bad spot after that.
3: Finally this morning, a guy on TikTok is going viral um, after he caught a burglar in his house. And instead of calling the cops, he made him clean his bathroom. Now, I'm not sure where it happened. He posted a video of it. He also did a follow-up where he and his girlfriend tell the whole story. He says it happened at his uncle's house while he was house-sitting, and the burglar was a kid who's around 16 years old and lives nearby. Well, he came home from work in the middle of the day to feed his dog and found the kid hanging out using the PlayStation like it was his own place. <laughs> he noticed that the pockets, the kids' pockets were full, so he told him to empty them, and they had just, he had tons of stuff that he stole, including a debit card. He decided not to call the cops because he didn't want to ruin the kid's life, but he noticed hairs in the tub and realized he, was, he had used the shower. So he made him clean it top to bottom. Most people agree it was a funny punishment, but some think he was too nice. And maybe he agrees with that now. He says the kid's been hanging out near his house a lot and might have keyed his girlfriend's car.
4: Oh, what's with the, first off, this kid gets into the house... And he's able to steal all the stuff and he hangs out, takes a shower. That's not, he's not a good criminal.
3: And plays the PlayStation. Yeah. You got your stuff. Get out, kid. Yeah. I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm mean. I would have called the cops. I wouldn't have said, clean my bathtub. I, you you know, would have taken
4: the comical approach to nope, it. Nope.
3: nope. Call the cops because yeah, now he's out. He had no, he had no sort of punishment for it other than cleaning a bathtub and now he's hanging out there again. you probably going to seek some sort of revenge. Bad idea.
4: you got to watch, yeah, with uh, one eye behind your back, checking everything out. And you can't probably go back to the police and press charges now after the fact, it's can you? It's probably too late. Yeah. yeah. Okay, 8 o'clock hour. Tickets for you to the Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival. That's happening at 825. But right before that, it's Tuesday. So we have Try It Tuesday. Where, where are you sitting on this one?
3: Um, I'm intrigued, especially because of the person. I like the person who kind of... Uh, brought this trend to light. Um, I'm not intrigued because it's early and it involves eating something We're we're making something and poor Steph spilled some of what we're making already on herself. So she's going to smell like this item for the rest of the day today. That's going to be a lot of fun. Do you smell like it? We we didn't say what it was, but do, do you still smell?
5: Uh, There's actually a still a lingering scent, but the tie to go is actually bringing it out. My clothing, I think it's just under my fingernails. Well, hold
4: now. it up higher. Is it really bad down here? She's got like spots
5: all over <laughs> her shirt.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to film stuff. I was saying uh, uh off the air, we got to film some stuff too after the show. Yeah, so I Steph's know. gonna have that spotted shirt.
3: Oh, man, well, just, see how we go. Am I dry? Yeah. Act like it was intentional. Like, uh, hey, you. Uh, it's like what that? What's that Adam Sandler movie? Like, you're not cool unless you pee your pants. So you're not cool unless you have spots on your
5: shirt. (laughs) Or I could just cover my hair with it. Oh, that works too. Perfect. (laughs) That happens at 8.15. All right,
3: name. That's Taylor Swift. She is the queen of revenge. She really is. If you missed it earlier this morning, on what's trending? Uh, we talked about this. She announced she's going to be releasing her 10th studio album at the VMAs on Sunday, and everyone is super excited about that. It's called Midnight. It's going to be the stories of 13 sleepless nights that she had scattered throughout her life. So, you know. There are certain nights that we've, all, we've actually witnessed that may be a part of that album. And so a lot of people are saying that she's getting revenge on this release. Uh, there are some fan theories out there about, um, about the particular date she chose. Well, first of all, she announced this new album. At the VMAs, 13 years after the Kanye incident. Now, we all know she loves that number 13. So 13 years. She makes the big announcement, right? Same place, 13 years later. Then she announces that she's going to drop this album on October 21st. What's what's important about that date? Oh, NBD, it's also Kim Kardashian's birthday.
4: Oh, (laughs) double whammy.
3: Yeah, so she's uh, going to be really dominating the spotlight on Kim's birthday. And then part three of this whole thing, October 21st is the same date that Carly Rae Jepsen's album will drop. And we love Carly Rae Jepsen, right? Well, maybe not Taylor so much because she's managed by Scooter Braun and we all remember that whole Scooter Braun incident where he bought her whole catalog and she had to re-record everything and she doesn't own her own music anymore. So, she got she got 3 strikes on on this one release and it was just it's so petty and I think it's so funny and I don't know I'm just cracking up over it have you ever gotten revenge on someone because I think at the end of the day she's got she came out on top on a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. and she's stronger and she got more material and but what's the best revenge you ever got on someone and 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 was it was it calculated or did it just happen? 702-364-9400, How did you get revenge on someone? Are you a revengeful kind of person?
4: I, I'm really not. And as you're uh, talking about Taylor Swift, I'm trying to think. If I've ever seeked revenge on someone, or has anybody done revenge to me for something I did to them? And I can't think of something. I'm trying to think, but I'm also thinking too. Once this album comes out and there's thirteen songs, how many of the little nuggets of revenge are going to be revealed through these, you know, rough thirteen nights she's had? Who's she going to be singing about? John Mayer's in there some ex lovers are going to be in there. I feel like this album is going to have a lot of revenge songs on it.
3: Yeah, I feel like of course there's going to be a song about that night at the VMAs with Kanye. You go I mean, I'm sure she could not sleep that night. Like uh, what a that was such an embarrassing night for her and I I feel so horrible for her. W- what she had to go through, but uh, that's got to be one of the nights I would think.
4: Oh, there was yeah, looking back, it was an awful night. The dude storms up on stage. Did he take the? She was about to speak, but it was one of the first awards she was going to win too. It's a big night for her. And he said, "What uh, Beyonce should have won." We I'm going oh, to the- let
3: you finish. Yeah, Beyonce had the best album of all time, or whatever he said.
4: And her look was just stunned. Have you ever? Are you? Ever, you're not a revengeful person. I don't see you seeking revenge on
5: someone.
3: I'm not, but I I I look back and I think I is there. There's a difference between like revenge and like coming out on top and i think that uh like with my uh, one of my ex-boyfriends i've only had like three boyfriends in my life, but the one that I was like the serious, most serious with besides my husband, um, he cheated on me, dumped me for some other girl. It was like, it was devastating to me. I really was. And I was like begging for him to take me back. And he was like, no, and just all this. And I just, Oh, I'm so ashamed of my behavior. I'm so ashamed. I was so desperate for him to take me back. Fast forward, I move to Vegas, I meet my husband, like, you know, I find some moderate success here. And I'm back in Denver visiting and my husband's with me. I don't know if we were married at that point, but the phone rings, someone had, had seen me and word got back to him that I was in town and he called and asked to talk to me. And my mom was like, who's this? And he said, she's like, uh, she can't talk not now or ever or something like that and hung up. And I heard from a friend of a friend that he really wanted to get back together with me. And I was like, of course you do. Of course you do. Now that I moved on and I found the love of my life and all this, of course you want to get back together. Uh, no, thank you. So I felt like that was the best revenge.
4: That was a huge revenge. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, but you, I didn't try to. No, but it, it just, just turned out that way. Yeah, you succeeded in life. Yes. Yeah. And you, yes. From, oh, I love it. From
3: begging him to take me back, which loser? Why did I do that? To him trying to track me down and uh, like get out of here. <laughs> I
4: don't want to see you. You. Uh, you. Triggered one and you're kind of involved with this. Do you remember? because uh, This would have been like 1999 or so. And there was a girl that I was really into. And um, she uh, was living in California, but she came out to Vegas for it was like right around this time in 1999. And um, I asked her if she wanted to hang out on a Saturday night. And we were planning on hanging out. And then she canceled me and said, No, I'm going to go to uh, the Cher Cindy Lauper concert at the MGM Grand. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, we're not going to hang out. She said, No, I'm going to go with this guy. So she dumped me to go with another guy to this concert. That was the same night that the record label asked you to come out on stage and introduce Cindy Lauper and Cher that night.
3: I remember that, yeah.
4: And I wasn't planning on going. I, was, you, you were going to go over there, but the last minute I got the call to join you, and I got to walk out there on stage. The concert that she dumped me to go with another dude to, she's in the crowd with that dude, and I walk out on stage with you to introduce Cher. You, it's like, I, I guarantee she was sitting there like, oh, man. <laughs>
3: Oh, this sucks. And and she probably told that guy, like, I could have been out with him. (laughs) But instead I'm with you It was
4: almost Okay you're, you're gonna come To this concert with that dude Okay I'm gonna walk out On stage With yep. Mercedes And introduce Cher Everyone enjoy the show
3: You got the ultimate revenge You were You you were right by Cindy Lauper and Cher Like literally They were Inches away yes, from us Yes
4: Cindy Lauper's waiting To come out It was yeah. a big night I, no, I, Yeah So we did get some revenge You did you, We didn't you, plot you, you, it It just happened I,
3: There's Yeah there's a difference Between plotting your revenge And then just Life's revenge <laughs> And life has a funny
4: way I'm working. <laughs> now we have that Try It Tuesday coming up here in just about 10 minutes and then right after Try It Tuesday we're doing Heads Up and there's tickets for you to the Age of Chivalry. It's all coming up next. It's 94.1 Mercedes in the morning in about 5-7 minutes here. We're doing Heads Up and when you win it you'll get those tickets to the Age of Chivalry but first.
3: It's Tuesday and that means it is time for Try It Tuesday. We are live streaming right now on Facebook Mercedes in the morning. We're also on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe. We've got lots of fun stuff on there for you. And uh, today's Try It Tuesday is inspired by none other than Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion was recently on Jimmy Kimmel. And she told him that there is um, something that's like a regional snack that they eat down in Houston real hot girl stuff here and uh we have the audio from from when she was telling him about this this is uh this is what we're trying for try it tuesday this week here
2: we go apparently this is like a thing that i've only ever seen in houston happen we eat hot cheetos but inside of pickles hot cheetos inside inside of a pickle we got these
0: oh my gosh
5: it's all gourmet
0: Now is this this
4: really is a thing? Okay. Did you invent this?
5: No, I promise. As a kid, it's actually
3: quite delicious. And just bite it. Yeah. So she brought him hot Cheetos and a pickle. And they were all the Cheetos were inside the pickle and he tried it. And so that's what we will be trying today. For Try It Tuesday. We've got our... Did I say Kimmel? I'm sorry. Thank you, Patricia, for correcting me. That was Jimmy Fallon, not Jimmy Kimmel. Um, But yes, so we've got our pickles. We've got our hot Cheetos. We've got our knives. So we are going to make hot Cheetos and pickles. What do you guys think of this, just uh, from the sound of it?
4: The, when we first brought it up, I was a little scared, but then I walked in the studio, and the smell, I like the smell of it, so I'm kind of excited to try this. And if you're following along earlier, so Steph has spilled pickle juice all over her shirt. We had a tough time opening the jar. We got it open, and she spilled pickle juice all over her shirt.
5: I did, but it looks like it's dried up now, right? Like You can't even tell. Oh, you oh, can't yeah, even you're see good, it. Yeah. You're, you're totally good. And okay. I, I'm really excited to try this, because I'm a fan of both hot Cheetos and pickles, so I think together they're gonna be really good. I feel like they're gonna like um cancel
3: the negative aspects of each one out like the tanginess of the pickle is gonna be less tangy and more spicy, and then the spiciness of the hot Cheeto is gonna be like more ah. I don't know. It's going to tame the spice a little bit, if that makes any sense. So. But
4: we're just gonna, we have to make these. It's we have stuff to this, make them. We just can't smash up the Cheetos and roll the pickle around it. We got to like slice it open and stuff it in there like a hot dog in a bun.
3: So what I'm going to do is, no, I, I'm cutting the top off. Okay. I'm going to cut the top off. Um, Let me see if I can do this where you guys can see. Um, This is all the perks of live streaming. So I'm going to cut off the top. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to... Like, cut inside the pickle. Like, you're carving a pumpkin. Like, and, and take out this little piece in here. Ooh, I like your technique. And then see, there's a hole in there. Oh, yeah. For the Cheeto. And I have pickles all, juice all over my hands now. Uh,
5: oh, I should have gave you guys napkins. That's I'm sorry. okay. No, we're
3: good. So, now I'm going <laughs> to stuff Okay. The, pic, the hot Cheetos. Ooh! This is arts and crafts. Inside... Oh, that one broke. Inside the pickle. And then, boom, we have hot Cheetos and pickles.
4: Yeah, I see it. Okay, so can you guys do that? Yeah, yeah, we're all cutting. Okay. I'm digging in my pickle. Don't want to break the shell of the pickle.
3: This is uh, what it looks like if you are... uh...
1: And then you stuff them We're in?
3: watching on, on our live stream right now and stuff them in. We're getting some, some comments. Jennifer says, holy sodium. Yes.
1: Yeah,
6: you know. <laughs> That's why
3: it's Try Tuesday. We
5: try it for you. We let you know
3: if it's worth it. How's that? Looking- that looks perfect.
5: Oh, and then just stab them in there? Yeah. Oh, this is fun and messy at the same time. It's really messy. So you just got
4: out, take a bite of it?
5: <laughs> yeah. And then you just take a bite and see what you think. So um,
3: Carla says, ha ha, I, I used to do that in high school. I can't believe you guys are just now trying this. Hey, we didn't hear about it. Megan Stallion told us about it. And so. Carla,
4: are you from Houston? Because this is apparently a Houston thing. Yeah. us. So
3: all right, who wants oh, to try I heard you, it first?
4: Oh, I heard a swallow there. I, you, that's that gag reflex was kicking in prior. I'm like, oh, <sighs> I think I don't you know. should go first. I that... went
3: first last time.
4: All right, I'll go first. Matt, what
3: did we do last week? I know I went first. Oh, the cold blue lemonade. Oh. Yeah. So, so you someone else has to go first. I'll do it. I'll go all okay. in too. Okay. Okay. Let me. uh. We're doing pickles stuffed with hot Cheetos. Apparently, a Houston thing, according to
5: Megan, the stallion. Just bite into it. Yeah. Eat that pickle, JC. Okay. <laughs>
4: How is yeah, it? good. Ooh, there's the spice, but that salty pickle it kind of it kind of uh, like absorbs it. It's tasty. So it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Why do I like this? This it, is really good.
3: It actually. It the more I'm thinking about it, the the better I'm feeling about it. It's
4: ooh, you get the spice though back of your throat. You still get the uh, the hot Cheeto spice, but uh, pickle. It's really good. The combination of the two. This is delicious. I load it up for a second round after you guys go.
3: Okay, Steph. Okay. Do you want to give it a
5: shot? Sure. Oh, I'm so excited.
3: Okay. All right. Pickles and hot Cheetos.
5: I like it, but I need more hot Cheetos. You weren't able to stuff enough in there. Uh uh-uh. uh. Did
4: you get the kick in the back of your throat with the Cheetos?
5: I did. I'm getting more pickles than than hot Cheetos. It kind of blended together. Next bite, I'm going to add another hot Cheeto, but I like it. I would eat it. Like if I have have in my sandwich, instead of just a pickle, I'll add the hot Cheetos with it. I like it. It's good. It's good? Okay. Now I'm going to try it.
3: Let's go.
0: Oh. Oh, wow.
5: That's a big bite. (laughs) There's a lot
3: of Cheetos in mine.
4: That was a snap. These are good pickles, too, by the way.
5: They are. Hmm. I'm with
3: you. I I feel like I need more Cheetos in mine. But it is spicy. But I've had spicy Cheetos, hot Cheetos before. I actually like it. It's good. It's a nice little, it's a nice little contrast. We just needed to hollow out our pickles a little more so you could put more Cheetos in there.
4: What if you kind of wrap, hold the Cheetos next to your pickle? Yeah. To try to get more?
3: I just want. Oh, I see what you're doing. So do, JC. Yeah,
4: so it's, it's stuff, but I'm also kind of stacking the side. Or just take a bite of the pickle yeah, and then yeah, eat a and Cheeto. Have a Cheeto chaser.
5: Yeah,
3: exactly. I'm
5: right. gonna try what you did. You're gonna put the pic- hot Cheetos outside of the pickle. Mm-hmm.
4: We're all yes. going back for seconds. with don't with, no with,
3: with the Cheeto chaser. So yeah. good.
4: Oh! that Cheeto spice will. <laughs> we'll get you though. That's good. Yeah.
3: I like it. Megan the Stallion <laughs> and
5: everyone else who's tried it, you're onto something. That's good. That's really good. I give it a thumbs up. Yeah. I think I'm going to do it like a boat where the hot Cheetos are on top of the pickle. Because for some reason, the hot Cheeto, when it hits the roof of my mouth, it tastes different. It does? Yeah. Like <sighs> this? Like a little boat. Oh, yeah. Oh, I dropped one.
3: Try the, it. Open up the tunnel for the... <laughs> Get in there. Get in, Mercedes. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I had two bites. I'm good to go. But I, I am a fan of that. I yeah, thought that too. was really good. Today's Try It Tuesday. One thumb up here. Uh, thumbs up hot cheeto thumb for me oh, t- yeah we all have like the red thumbs yeah the hot cheetos this is really good i am a fan it, uh, the pickle brand someone is asking i don't remember what i bought do you Hold remember
4: step has because they're crunchy i think Pickles. you put
3: them in the i fridge. put them in the fridge <laughs> was it dosher Co- oh you're thinking of kosher kosher? No. No. kosher i think they were but um the brand i think was like classic classic yeah i think there it is um Oh man, Guillermo just says we should try stuffed jalapenos with cream cheese and takis. Bring it on! Stop bringing up all these amazing concoctions. Actually, don't because now maybe we have an idea for that. But that's pretty similar.
4: But we've done many pickles. Did we done the um? Did we do the Kool Aid pickle thing? We did the Kool Aid pickles? Yeah. We did the ranch pickle. Did we do a ranch thing? Yes, for the ranch we put the
3: ranch packet. But we did that one wrong. we were yeah. supposed to get the spears for that, and it, so it didn't really soak. It didn't taste like anything. Did we do
4: the taco pickles?
3: What's oh with the taco seasoning?
4: With the taco seasoning? I don't
3: think so. I don't think so. We did the Snickers one.
4: We did the Snickers. We do a lot of pickle stuff.
3: I know. I'm just gonna leave these pickles here because you know another pickle <laughs> yeah. one will be coming up here. <laughs> so that was a good one. I like that. Big fan. Big fan. I'm gonna finish mine. Are you? Yeah, I loved it. So, yeah. I think I'm gonna finish my hot Cheetos. I'm <laughs> good with <laughs> Combo. I'm
4: good with pickles, though. All right, from pickles to the hot, uh, the heads up is what we're doing right now. And we want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. You're a caller 20. You get to play heads up, and this is a fun prize.
3: Yeah, we are going to send you to one of the funnest events in Las Vegas. It's the Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival at Sunset Park, happening October 7th through 9th. These are four three-day passes for you. You can go all three days, and we've got four of these tickets right now. Just be Caller 20. You pick your category, you pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 play 702-364-9400. It's
4: time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix
1: 94.1.
3: Okay, let's get our contestant. It is Lindsay. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. you ready to play Heads Up? I think so. Okay, let's make you a big winner this morning. You just have to get six answers in 60 seconds. You pick your category. Do you want to go with Kevin Bacon, um, Hopscotch? Oh, my gosh. These are all sticking together now. Uh, Pretty in Pink or Wine and Dine? Uh,
5: let's try Hopscotch.
3: Hopscotch it is. Okay. Slinky Day is tomorrow. So these are all classic games and toys. Okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Um, I'll go with Mercedes. All right. All right,
4: Lindsay, you have 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you're going to get those tickets to the Age of Chivalry. You start now.
3: Um, you You crank the handle, and then this pops out um jack-in-the-box yes um this has different colors on each side and you try to get them to all match up um you twist it, it okay pass um this is they they have tracks for these they're um they go room room on the tracks um,
5: train track? No, uh,
3: um, uh, what's, hot wheels? yes, hot wheels. Um, this was a game that used checkers, but you, you dropped them in to try to make like all, Connect yes, this is a little thing that you would shake to, to erase. And then you turn the knobs to draw stuff. Uh, magic April. No. no, um, it was red. It looked like a screen, a TV screen. Um, let's, 10 seconds. Oh, F-shirt? F-shirt? Uh, yeah. Yes. Sketch? Yes. Um, this is a Draw Four, um, Reverse, back to you. Oh no. Yes. This is. Um, oh. oh! Time. Oh, just barely missed it. We needed one more. Oh, we got hung Darn up. It. Well, thank you. well, don't hang up, Lindsay. Please hang on the line. We're going to get you uh, a consolation prize just for trying Rubik's Cube, we skipped on. That was uh, That's a tough one. And then we spent a lot of time on Extra Sketch. That was tough. Oh, man, I'm really bummed. It's one thing to lose, but then just to lose by one, that makes it hurt even more. Right down Ah! to the wire there.
4: So Caller 20, this four-pack of tickets to the Age of Chivalry Renaissance Festival.
3: I have a phrase that I think, based on my personal research, would guarantee that the lady in your life would feel so good about herself if you said it to her. Like you would just see her perk up. I'd be like, oh, if you said these words to her.
4: Now, this is a Mercedes Martinez ironclad guarantee. You said the words guarantee. According to my research. Oh. Okay.
3: I want to test this. So, Steph, um, can you turn off um, our microphones? I'm going to say it to you. Or how
4: oh, you want to talk to Steph? I'll, I'll I'll turn you. I'll I'll turn off microphones and you just communicate via the talk, talk back system. Okay. Be quiet for so a second. I'm going to
3: say it to her, yeah. and as soon as I say it, I want you to come on and pretend like James just said that
4: this to you. Okay. Well, let me. Get, and I, I want to me... get her reaction. Okay. So I'm going to turn everyone's microphones off. Okay. Now. Okay. Okay, we're all back, and Steph's mic is on.
0: If
3: if James said that to you, how would you react, mm, baby? <laughs>
1: Ooh, she's kind of like fired up in a sexual way. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, let's do a test, ladies. Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. I want to say it to you off the air, and then I want to get your reaction on the air before I reveal what this phrase is to to everyone else. But whenever my husband says this to me, I'm like.
4: And that's exactly what Steph just did. You you see her face too. She's kind of like taken aback.
5: I'm kind of sweaty. Yeah, like like.
4: (laughs) Are you surprised that James said that to you?
5: I'm not surprised that he said that to it's me. It's kind of the way it's said. Oh,
4: the tone? Oh, ladies, call up 702 364 9400.
3: The guys are probably like, what is it? Totally.
4: Wait, we'll sell it to you for $1.99 at the end of the segment.
3: I just want to see if it works on everyone All right, else. so them up, so, Steph. So Steph is getting them on hold, and then um, I'll say it to them off the air. Then you you get the reaction, okay? Perfect, perfect. Okay, so, right. so turn off my microphone.
4: You got someone? Um, Make sure you got her on the air.
3: Okay, oh, right. on
4: the air. With the she's there. I'm gonna right. okay. you guys are both off the Pauli- air. You're off the air. Wait, you want on the air? I can't hear you. Okay, so Mercedes is telling Paulina the phrase that's going to get any lady riled up. She'll appreciate this compliment. She said it to Steph off the air, and Steph just went. She went bonkers when she heard this. So she's talking to Paulina. She's giving her the phrase off the air. And then when she gives me the thumbs up, I'll bring Mercedes and Paulina back on the air. We're trying to figure out the phones. She's saying it. I'm trying to read her lips. I can't even tell what she's saying. Okay, let me bring you Okay,
3: Paulina's on.
4: All right, Paulina's back.
3: Okay, let's talk to Paulina. And Paulina, what's your reaction to what I just said?
5: Kind of the same as Steph. Yeah, I'm a little,
4: like, hot and shaky now. Hot and
5: shaky. <laughs> and shaky, too. Guys, you have to say this to your lady. All right,
4: lady. Let, okay. so, so let me put Paulina on. So you me you to turn your mic off and you talk to Allie off the air? Um, I'll talk to Allie. Okay, so microphones are off. This is the phrase that Mercedes uh, guarantees will make the lady in your life feel good about herself. She said it to two ladies, and both their reactions have been kind of stunned, excited. Worked up a little bit. Okay, they're ready to go. Okay, both back here.
3: And Allie, what is your reaction? Oh, my God, let's go.
5: Let's go? Let's go? I'm
3: telling you, you guys are missing out on something. If you're not saying this to your lady in your life. Do one more. Do one more. Do Elizabeth.
4: (laughs) And then you got to reveal it to us. So I'm going to turn off your mic, turn off the phones, and she's going to Elizabeth. Every single lady has been, Steph, I'm bringing you back in here. Every single lady has been wowed.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, Mercedes, she can wow anyone with this line.
4: Can you use it on a guy?
5: Oh, yeah. It's a. It's definitely, okay. can go back and forth. All right. And it's for sure the way you say it's it. It's all in the tone. Yes.
4: She's finishing up. Uh, let me bring everyone back in here. So, Steph's on. Okay, Mercedes, you're back.
3: Hi, Elizabeth. How, how's your reaction to what I just said? <laughs>
4: stop it stop it stop it all right hold on one second elizabeth i kind of want to hear it off ear.
3: it's it's such a hidden gem and it's so simple it's so simple but whenever my husband says it to me i'm like oh (laughs) like uh, it i don't i don't think we say it enough but it will get a woman riled up.
4: Well, Steph said when you were screening the calls that it'll also get a guy riled up if, she, if, a, if a woman said it to a guy. Really? Yeah.
3: I think so. Don't you think so, Mercedes? I, I think maybe. Yeah. I. You know what? I think it will. I think it will. Do you want to call James and say it to him on the air? Let's see if he
5: Let's picks if up because he he's uh, at work. We'll see if he picks up.
4: make everyone sit and wait for their big reveal tomorrow (laughs) tomorrow 8 45
5: let's just see if it works on a guy
3: i mean i could call matt and see if it works on him i i i think pretty much anything i can say to him will work on him though so we'll see i can't wait
4: to hear what this phrase is
3: it's and it's gonna it's so simple you're gonna be like oh wow that's all it takes that's all it takes.
4: And this is your own discovery, or yes, years of my, research. Based
3: on, based on my research, <laughs>
4: <laughs> years of research and my study. scientific
3: research. Uh, this has worked, Steph. Any luck?
5: Oh, I think I think she's getting him on. Okay, D- Steph, did you say it to him yet? So I haven't said it to him yet, but he's on hold. Do you want me to say it off the air first, and then we bring him on and get his reaction? Yes, yeah. do okay. that. All right, so okay, Steph
4: is off. Phones are off. He's picking up, James. And Is it a long phrase? Nope.
3: It's not long at all. It'll take you a total of two ch- seconds ch- to ch- say. Still chit-chatting.
4: Okay, uh, Steph's back. Okay. Hey, James. Hi.
3: Hey, how are you feeling after Steph told you what she told you?
2: Uh, I, I don't know what she said, honestly. Oh, you did? <laughs> <laughs> it was gibberish.
5: I have a meeting. I have a meeting in two minutes. Oh no! I said the line, so he was probably like, "Huh?" <gasps> Confused. Okay. Uh, I don't want to say it to your husband because I
3: feel like I was I'd be violating that that bond. Okay. So if you want to try it again, you can say yeah, it. Let me try. one more Okay. Because uh, um, should we just reveal it? I want to hear what it is. Yeah. Okay. Imagine Laura saying this to you. Okay, let me close my eyes. Oh my gosh, you
4: are so hot. It's perfect. That's it. That's the line. That's it. Yeah, there's a tingle inside. There's a tingle?
3: (laughs) (laughs) When I said it to you, how weird. Imagine if your wife (laughs) says it to you. (laughs) I was imagining you were Laura. (laughs) Okay, not you. Seriously, guys, tell your wife she's hot. Not pretty. Not gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Tell her and say, oh my gosh. Say that before. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. That works. When my husband just randomly goes, Oh my gosh, you are so hot. I'm like, Huh? What? <laughs> oh my gosh. It
4: works. It <laughs> is. It's something because that... you're beautiful, draw, draw, amazing, Pretty. Hammy, the yeah. great compliments. But hot, there's something when you drop the word hot.
3: James, good morning. How are you? Hi again. <laughs> how, how are you feeling after Steph said that to you?
4: I would be like, Thanks. How can you see? <laughs>
3: He's analyzing it. He's like, did you put a camera on this?
4: I know you guys said hot Cheetos earlier in the show.
2: <laughs> just, should, I be, should I be looking somewhere? No.
3: <laughs> Does it make you feel good if she said that to you just out of the blue?
2: Of course, for sure.
3: Does it give you the tingle like it gave JC? I'd
2: be like, what is it? Yeah, for sure tingle.
4: <laughs> James, you look so hot, buddy.
3: Thanks, JC. <laughs> <laughs> Caring that from anyone could feel good i don't care oh, that's who awesome. you are or who you love now years of
4: research has come up with that uh, as mercedes come up with that and she's got more of these nuggets again for a dollar 99 yeah. mercedes will reveal her you entire program to me to you.
3: yes um, sammy says but what if she's not hot <clears throat> really just tell her she's hot <laughs> just tell her because she will feel hot and when you feel hot you look hot don't you're. I'm not saying random strangers. I'm t- saying the person you're with, <laughs> the cashier at Albertson. She's
4: very sweet. but I'm not going to tell her she's hot. Even she is hot. I mean, you know, I'm going to cross some boundaries.
3: Oh my gosh, you're so hot.
4: <laughs> Welcome to Starbucks. Can I take your order, please? <laughs> PSL, and you are so hot. <laughs> oh, well, it still works. I gave a little PSL, a your uh, pumpkin in it. Like,
3: follow Mixed Night for a for more relationship yeah, advice. Yeah, <laughs> seriously,
4: we should have sold that little nugget right there.
3: It's just you. Yeah, it's so simple. Just do it. Try Trust me, trust me. All my years of research.
4: How about I clean the house? <laughs> now that's hot.
3: Yeah, that doesn't give me the tingle, but that still works. That's line that's number still two. Works. Yeah. yeah,
4: Disney tickets, yours. Uh, Disney tickets next hour, nine forty on those. And up next is the hot three. What do you got for us? All
3: right, the holidays will be here before we know it. What are the best and worst days to fly for the holiday holidays this year? Also, this is making. Um, Concrete, so much stronger. This added trash that we are throwing away. I could not believe this. We're going to tell you about that. And a new study finds most of us are not happy doing this. What is it? We'll tell you coming up next in the Hot 3.
6: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter.
4: here we go it's time
1: for the hot three
4: on mix nutty 4.1 the hot three it's brought to you by attorney paul Powell. more lawyer less fee
3: okay so this morning buying lately it's uh it's it's kind of rough let's be honest and it's not going to get easier or cheaper when the holiday travel rush hits in a few months so the uh, so experts at The Vacationer are on it for the best and worst days to fly for the holidays this year. And the best time to book for for the best prices is actually right now. The best days to fly to Thanksgiving are the Monday or Tuesday before Thanksgiving or on the holiday itself. Worst day, I think we all know, Wednesday. The best days to fly home from that trip are Black Friday or the Monday or Tuesday of the next week. The worst day is Sunday, of course. Now, let's talk about Christmas. The best days to fly to Christmas are Sunday, December 18th, Monday, December 19th, Tuesday, December 20th, or Christmas Eve or Christmas. And the worst days are that Thursday or Friday, December 22nd or 23rd. They think, like... It seems so far away, but we really need to start booking these things right now yeah
4: I know the way the year is going tomorrow's going to be Christmas we flew once on Christmas Day, and that was so easy and everyone was just so friendly it was it was it was a very easy I mean, I prefer not to, but just the situation we were in at the time, we had to fly back on Christmas Day, and it was just, it was a fun experience.
3: It, it seems like, uh, yeah, most people would be in a good yeah, mood. It was in a great mood, yeah, yeah
4: everyone was happy, and it wasn't as crowded, because most people already settled in for the holidays, so it kind of worked well for us at the time, but it was something interesting to experience.
3: The best return dates for the for the Christmas holiday are Wednesday, December 28th, or Thursday, December 29th, and, and December 30th, that Friday is not bad, too. The worst dates to return are Monday, December 26th, and Tuesday, December 20th
4: have you thought about Christmas plans or Thanksgiving plans or anything like that?
3: We've talked about them. Yeah, we haven't set anything in stone, but we're definitely starting to uh, to to put things on the calendar and try to figure out what days work the best. How about you?
4: Yeah, Laura brought up this past weekend, Okay, like, hey, let's figure it out because we definitely want to go back east. She's been back a couple of times, and I've been back once since, the, since 2019 because the whole pandemic and everything. So this is the year we want to get back together at the same time and just really experience family well, together. Do it now. yeah. Do
3: it now. Um, also this morning, masks, they've been everywhere over the past few years. You've probably seen some trash ones laying in the streets, and as it turns out, That might be the future for them, sort of. According to reports, billions of masks and rubber gloves are tossed in the garbage each day around the world, but they may have a second purpose. Researchers in Australia have found that you can shred PPE, used PPE, like masks and gloves, add it to cement, and it can increase the the strength and the elasticity of the cement by up to 22%. It also can make it more resistant to cracking. The research is still in the early stages, but if PPE can become useful in construction, that can make a big dent in the tons and tons of masks and gloves that are piling up in landfills around the world it could also be a great find to a great find um for practical use because masks are difficult to recycle and most of them are made up of multiple different materials to make them as effective as as possible at reducing viral transmission, but that also makes them more complicated to recycle.
4: That's a great thing to to use them for. What about all the needles, too? Everyone that uh, got the vaccine, how many more needles were used for the past couple of years?
3: Yeah, I don't know about putting that in the concrete. (laughs) That that might hurt. (laughs) But for right now, PPE is
4: good. (laughs) What is this, concrete made of needles? Yes, it is.
3: Finally this morning, a new study is revealing that a lot of us are very intimidated to go out and do things on our own, going to the movies, dining out, even doing, just going to a quick fast food place are among the activities that adults wouldn't dream of doing on their own. The study of adults found shopping for new clothes, having a spa day and enjoying a meal in a cafe were things that we don't like doing alone. Others wouldn't go to a pub, go to a football game or go to a museum without company. And more more than a third of respondents find that the thought of doing something on their own, it, it makes it feels very awkward um, and also intimidating. What's your thoughts on doing stuff by yourself?
4: You go back 20 years ago and and I would have an issue doing it, but now I enjoy it. I have no, I have no problem going to grab a lunch by myself. Uh, I do plenty of movies by myself. Um, yeah, I have, I have no issue doing stuff solo. I kind of I enjoy it at times.
3: There's certain things I like to do solo, and then certain things that I definitely want someone with me. Like it, traveling, going on a trip, I want to go with someone. Mm-hmm. I don't want like my brother just went to to um, Amsterdam, um, and he you know that he loves the Netherlands, and he just went and explored the whole country and had a blast doing it on his own because he's on his own time frame. I. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I, I, but I do want to take that solo trip to Machu Picchu. I want to go by myself. I think that
4: would be really cool. What experience that would be, too? An yeah. absolute experience. What about like a weekend getaway or like an overnighter by yourself?
3: I would just sleep the whole time. <laughs> I, I don't know what I would do. Room service and sleep? I, yeah, exactly. So, could, yeah.
4: Could you do dinner by yourself, like a restaurant by yourself?
3: No, I probably would get the the food to go and eat it wherever by myself. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Just think of a one place. Even in my car, yeah. <laughs> there is a comfort though. I do enjoy that of eating in my car, like getting some panera bread or something instead of sitting inside, just eating in the car. The AC, the radio going. There's it's some of the there is a comfort zone in there.
3: There is. I yeah. I. I like listening to my music and stuff like that, but it's awkward when you make eye contact with someone walking by. I'm like, uh, yes, hi, I'm by myself. Yes, hi.
4: (laughs) Don't look at me. I'm just eating my lunch by myself. Or someone someone pulls up next to you and they start eating their lunch next to you. like, I came here for privacy.
3: We're on a date now? What? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Last one there? Yeah, that's it. 9 o'clock hour, 940. Your tickets to Disneyland. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. I ain't worried about that's one republic. It's mix ninety four point one. I'm excited about this. I'm, I'm still kind of fleshing out the details of this new game. I want to give you
3: what? What you're you're just gonna make this up what, as you go along? Yeah, kind of. I what th- the
4: heck? I think if it had more time, it could be even better. <laughs> but so this is the the rock and riddle. 90s edition rock and riddles 90s edition
3: rock and riddle okay so does it have rock music in it yes from the 90s from the 90s oh from the 90s okay i'm good i'm good
4: and i'm gonna uh, give you um, a clue kind of riddle fashion and you have to tell me the song and i can give you the band that'll be like your lifeline if you need the band okay okay all right okay so you ready yes first clue the odor of youthful jubilation
3: Smells like teen spirit. Holy smokes! (laughs) Yes! Okay,
0: I get get how
3: this works. Okay,
4: dang! (laughs) Okay. Affection towards the 31st state. Uh, Bring Steph in, because Steph has no clue on these answers as well. Uh, This one, yeah, yeah, it's, it's rock. It's rap, kind of.
3: Oh! Something in Alaska? Or Cal- Hawaii,
5: Hawaii. California love.
4: Steph is correct.
5: Yes! Wait, the, oh, 31st state.
3: I don't know why I was thinking of the, final, the last state. I was like, Alaska, Hawaii? Oh, okay. okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha.
4: Imaginary being who puts dirt in your optics. Enter
3: seeing me. Yes! Wow!
4: Uh, let's see here. I'll give this one to Steph. Below a man-made structure linking two pieces of land. What? Below a man-made structure that links two pieces of land.
5: Something about New York? Mercedes? Under the bridge. Ah! Red Hot Chili pepper. I'm thinking New York.
4: (laughs) Ingredients in... (laughs) What noise was that? (laughs) It's It's the hot Cheetos coming up inside Steph. (laughs) Ingredients in dynamite. Is this for me? Sure.
3: Because I'm TNT. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
5: no? Oh, man. I don't know. One more time
4: ingredients or one of the ingredients in dynamite
5: i don't even know the ingredients of dynamite yeah the, how are we supposed to know this
4: the band is bush
5: glycerin yes, oh. yes.
3: <laughs> i'm like there's bushes in dynamite <laughs> I didn't
4: know that. uh you keep going
3: yeah i like this it's fun
4: okay okay let me uh let's see here johnny okay um This is going to be hard. Uh, okay. Singular.
3: Singular. I alone?
4: I alone. Singular. There's a couple bands that have song uh, with this title.
5: A couple bands?
4: Within 24 hours I was talking about it. The past 24 hours.
5: You 2 won? Yes. <laughs> ah.
4: Early morning hour. Uh, here comes the
3: sun. <laughs> the
4: Beatles. <laughs> this is nineties rock. Oh, 90s a song rock. we play too a lot. Uh, Black hole sun. No, Steph.
5: Early morning hour, mm-hmm. six a.m.
4: The band is Matchbox Twenty.
5: Two a.m. No. Three a.m. <laughs> yes. Three a.m. I will be nowhere
4: close. <laughs> okay. Last one here. What people address you by?
5: Uh your name? Close.
4: Savage, Megan the Savage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Meredith Brooks the B word. Oh, oh, oh come on. I got it. <laughs> Google It All's name is what we're looking for oh, in that one. Google good, It All's yeah, name. I prefer
3: I prefer moving it over to uh
4: twenty rap. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tomorrow's game. Not bad on the first ever, Rock and Riddles ninety edition. <laughs> Nine forty, those tickets for you to Disneyland. Are we trending We're trending already. Help. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending
1: is on Mix ninety four point one.
3: Taylor Swift is trending this morning. If you missed it earlier, we've been talking about it a lot. Uh, she's releasing her tenth studio album uh, in October, on October twenty first, to be sus- uh, specific. She made the announcement over at the VMAs on Sunday. But is she getting some release, uh, some revenge on this release? One, uh, a lot of fan theories are out there. People are saying. Well, first of all, she announced it at the VMAs 13 years after the whole Kanye incident. Uh, The same date that she's releasing the album is Kim Kardashian's birthday. So, spotlight shifted immediately to mm. the album. And then also Carly Rae Jepsen's new album comes out on that same date, and she's managed by Scooter Braun. And if you've missed the drama between Scooter Braun and Taylor, he owns rights to our, a bunch of her music, wouldn't sell it back. There's some bad blood there, pun intended. Uh, so it's just show, so showing that she always gets the last laugh, it, it seems to me. So,
4: uh, well, calculated, and uh, I'm here for it too. I think that if, if that's the plan, I think the Kanye thing 13 years after the fact and that's her number, 13.
3: Yeah, it's just it's so funny. She's so smart. She's always a couple of steps ahead of everyone, isn't I'm
4: she? Trying to look to see what the next what other albums are coming out on the 21st. I think The artists are like, darn it! Everyone's like move, move it, move <laughs> it.
3: Uh, so that's trending this morning. Megan Thee Stallion is trending this morning. She's officially part of the Mar- the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Grammy winner is reportedly going to make her MCU debut in an upcoming episode of the Disney plus series She-Hulk attorney at law is this may not be just an acting gig for her she says i don't feel like i'm only going to be an actress i feel like i'm also going to be a director and i'm also going to be a producer she's done some acting before and she says When I look at Queen Latifah and Ice Cube, it inspires me to take it further than just music. Right now, character details have not been shared.
4: The singer to actor transition works well. It's really hard for the actor to do the transition into singing. There's sure there's some that have done that before, but you have more success rate, in my opinion, of going from singing and acting instead of acting to singing.
3: Are there any actors that became really famous singers?
4: Well, they've had like like Don Johnson had a hit in the eighties. Eddie Murphy had a hit. Bruce Willis had a hit. Like they're all one-off hit songs they had. This was in the 80s. Any actors in the 90s that transitioned to singing?
3: Um, let's see. Yeah, they're all like they're all musicians turned actors. I can't find a lot of.
4: In those 80s actors. ones were just one-off deals.
3: 17 actors who found huge success as music artists. Okay, let's see here. Um, Bradley Cooper.
4: Oh, Shallow, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Whoa, see she doing- had
3: a top twenty hit with "Hanging Tree" from the Hunger Games. Okay. Um, I don't remember that. I mean, I remember the song, but um, Idris Elba has a thriving DJ career and even performed at Coachella. Okay. In 2019, I'm not going to go through all 17 of these. Um, Anne Hathaway, she sang. Uh, she's appeared on five movie soundtracks, including the Grammy-nominated soundtrack for Les Mis. Um, well, a Anna lot of these are like one offs. I'm not, they're not like going on tour or anything like that.
4: Anna Kendrick, the cup, she had the cup song, yeah, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, the Gwyneth Paltrow, she was on Glee. She also had that song. Remember, she did that song. The remake of Cruisin' or something? Yeah, with
4: Huey Lewis. Yeah, and that was in the late '90s. Yeah, I thought that was actually pretty decent. Was a great song. Yeah, I don't got it, but yeah, it was a good song. Uh,
3: yeah, so there's there's a few, but I, you're right. The other the transition the other way is definitely better. Some people are texting us: uh, J Lo, Jamie Foxx, David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff is huge in Germany.
4: Yeah, he's a superstar. Maggie's can't deny that. That's a I good know. point.
3: Um, finally, this morning, Starbucks is trending. Even though the calendar says otherwise, fall is officially here for many people because Starbucks' new fall menu is here. It's starting today, you can buy the popular pumpkin spice latte. It's back for its 19th year. It combines Starbucks' signature espresso and stream milk with um, flowers of, uh, flavors of cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, real pumpkin with a dollop whipped cream and pumpkin pie spices on the top some other fall drinks that are out today include the pumpkin cream cold brew and the apple crisp macchiato which is now the apple crisp oat milk macchiato and as far as treats go you can take your pick from the pumpkin cream cheese muffins pumpkin scones and pumpkin
4: loaf and that is what's trending disneyland your tickets in 10 minutes
2: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy